I've managed to pinpoint several key differences between my childhood and that of pretty much everyone else in the entire fucking world. I call these points 11 things most people have never even experienced or could even have possibly imagined, but that totally happened to me because apparently I did something awful in a former life that I'm still being punished for. Number one, most people have never stood inside a dead animal. Unless you count that time when Luke Skywalker crawled inside that tauntaun to keep from freezing to death, which I don't because Star Wars is not a documentary. If you're easily grossed out, I recommend skipping this entire section and going straight to chapter 5. Or maybe getting another book that's less disturbing than this one. Like one about kittens. Or genocide. Still there? Good for you. Let's continue. I remember as a child watching the Cosby family prepare dinner on TV and thinking how odd it was that no one was covered in blood, because this was a typical night at our house. My father, an avid bow hunter, would lumber inside the house with a deer slung over his shoulder. He'd fling it across the dining room table, and then my parents would dissect it and pull out all the useful parts like some sort of terrible piñata. It was disgusting, but it was the only life I knew, so I assumed that everyone else was just like us. The only thing that seemed weird about it to me was that I was the only person in the whole house who gagged at the smell of the deer blood. My parents tried to convince me that blood doesn't have a smell, but they are fucking liars. Also, they told me that milk does have a smell, and that's ridiculous, and I'm shocked that their lies have spread so far. Milk doesn't have a smell, blood does, and I think I'm so sensitive to the smell of a dead deer because of the time when I accidentally walked inside of one. I was about nine years old, and I was playing chase with my sister while my father was cleaning a deer. Um, I'm going to interrupt myself here for a small educational explanation about what it means to clean a deer. Cleaning a deer for people who are sensitive members of PETA. You get some warm water and some tearless shampoo and you gently massage the deer. Lather, rinse, but don't repeat even though the bottle says to because that's just a ploy to sell more shampoo. Blow dry on low heat and hot glue a bow on his forehead. Send him back into the woods to meet a nice Jewish doe. Go to the next chapter. Cleaning a deer for curious, non-judgmental readers who really want to know how it's done and who aren't PETA members who are just pretending to be curious, non-judgmental readers but who really want to throw blood on me at book signings. Cleaning a deer consists of tying up the arms and legs of the deer to a clothesline-like contraption, making it look as if the dead deer is a cheerleader doing the give-me-an-X move. Then you slice open the stomach, and all the stuff that you don't want falls out. Like the genitals and the poop rope. Cleaning a deer for people who clean deer all the time. I know, right? Can you believe that there are actually people who don't know this shit? Weird. These are probably the same people who call the poop rope the intestines. We all know it's a poop rope, people. Saying in French doesn't make it any less disgusting. Anyway, my dad had just finished cleaning out the deer when I made a recklessly fast ninja-like U-turn to avoid getting tagged by my sister, and that's when I ran right the fuck inside of the deer. It took me a moment to realize what had happened, and I stood there kind of paralyzed and not ninja-like at all. The best way I can describe it is that it was kind of like I was wearing a deer sweater. Sometimes people laugh at that, but it's not an amused laugh. It's more of an involuntary, nervous giggle of what-the-fuckness. Probably because you're not supposed to wear deer for sweaters. 
you're not supposed to throw up inside of them either, but that doesn't mean it didn't happen. I'd like to think that my father threw that deer away because I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to eat food you've worn or vomited into, but while he was hosing me off, he was also hosing off the deer, so my guess is he applied some sort of a uh, fucked-up Grizzly Adams version of the five-second rule. You know, food on the floor is still edible as long as you pick it up within five seconds, unless it's peanut butter and then the five-second rule is null. Or if it's something like dry toast, the five-second rule is extended to, like, I don't know, a week and a half, because what's going to get on dry toast? Nothing, that's what. God, I should totally write a whole book about the five-second rule. That should be the follow-up book to this one. The five-second rule as it applies to various foodstuffs. Brilliant. But now I've forgotten what I was talking about. Oh yeah, throwing up inside the deer sweater, right. And that's why I still suspect that my dad took home the horribly defiled deer sweater to eat.